0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by my course, Rest Assured. If you've been struggling with falling asleep, or staying asleep, or just not waking up feeling well rested, you've come to the right place. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, or CBTI, is the gold standard intervention in the management of insomnia. Rest Assured is a digital course that walks you through CBTI, step by step, with everything you need to succeed. Each of the six weekly modules guides you through some important background information for the different techniques, explores the evidence-based techniques in detail, provides multiple examples of exercises so you can find the one that works for you, and reviews the work you've completed since the last module. And rest assured, it's just not another DIY left to your own devices, but rather, you get direct access to me, a board-certified sleep physician in twice-monthly office hours where you can ask me face-to-face any questions you may have about the course material. So check out www.wellrestedmd.com ra to learn more. That's wellrestedmd.com ra. Or just head to the homepage and click on Courses to learn more. Enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and neighbors. You're listening to the Well-Rested Podcast, episode number seven, Guilt in Your Sleep Habits. I'm your host, Dr. Joshua Lennon. If you've been losing sleep, Over feelings of guilt after hearing the prior episodes and all the ways that your behavior can screw up your sleep, this episode is just for you. Obviously, I'm pretty into sleep and love learning about what works and what doesn't work, and all the ways that good sleep can help us achieve a good wake. And when I learn something that I think can help, I share it. And that often unfolds something like this. So It turns out that X, Y, and Z can negatively impact your sleep, but doing A, B, and C is great for your sleep. It can help you live a better life. Then someone says, well, I've been doing X, Y, and Z for years without realizing it could do that. Why did I hurt myself like that? I'm such an idiot. And then unleash all these feelings of guilt. It's understandable that some of you may be experiencing feelings of guilt or shame about your sleep habits. In fact, a common response I get is, so. You're saying I did this to myself? It's understandable that you would feel that way, those pangs of regret. And these are very common responses when the unintended consequences of our actions is put on display for us to see. The truth is, there are only two things under your control, and the rest are out of your control. You can influence them, but they are not directly under your conscious control. First, you control your thoughts and actions. That's your judgments and your behaviors. That means that everything else, everything outside your thoughts and actions is not under your control. And as we discussed in the first couple episodes, there are a lot of things in life that can cause insomnia and feeling poorly rested that are not under your conscious control. All these other medical and sleep disorders are not your fault. The side effects of medications are not your fault. A noisy, overlit neighborhood is not your fault. The demands of family and children in the evenings and sometimes even overnight are not your fault. But there are certainly things we can do to influence these outside forces, which is what we'll be discussing throughout the episodes of this podcast. We do have opportunities in our thinking patterns and in our behavioral patterns to control what we can and influence the things we cannot to give ourselves the best chance of feeling well-rested every day. Guilt. Offers you no benefit. You are not on trial for first degree sleep aside, where a jury has to decide unanimously that with premeditated malice aforethought that you intended to destroy the quality of your sleep and wake feeling poorly rested. You did not want to sleep and wake this way. Nobody wants this for themselves. You have not been dutifully working towards the goal of poor rest. You more likely ended up here as an accident of circumstances out of your control and misguided actions undertaken with an ignorance of the potential negative effects they could have on your quality of rest. And secondly, what's done is done. Whether out of ignorance or with universal understanding, it is in the past and cannot be undone. No volume of Herculean efforts by way of guilt, shame, regret, desire, or sheer force of wanting it to be different can ever go back in time, and alter what has already been completed. You cannot change your past, but you can change how you think about your past. You can recognize that everything in your past, every sorrow, every ecstasy, every bore, every outrage, that every day of feeling unrested has brought you here, now, to this perfect present moment, and you could not have arrived any other way. So stop beating yourself up. Your intentions do matter. Imagine you just got a check. Maybe it's money that you were owed or a gift from a loved one, and you haven't yet deposited it, and it ends up in a stack of mail, out of sight and out of mind. A few days later, that pile of stale junk mail, with that check hidden away somewhere in there that you've now forgotten about, that mail pile has been taunting you long enough and you toss it all in the trash. Maybe it's not till that check is long since taken away by your local waste management that you realize where that missing check has gone. How would you feel? Bummed? Robbed? Careless? But did you intend to literally throw away money? Did you set out to rid yourself of that check? Did you feel guilty the moment that you unknowingly threw out the check with the trash? Why not? That was truly the moment you committed this tragic error. So why didn't you feel bad about it at the moment? Obviously, it's because you could not see the consequences of your behavior beyond the intention of that behavior. To throw out old junk mail. You were not motivated by a desire to throw out that money. It was unintentional. The same goes for your sleep. You were not intending to deprive yourself of the gift of feeling well-rested. You're not motivated to do whatever it takes to feel tired and poorly rested all the time. So don't beat yourself up. What would you say to a friend who was racked with guilt? What if someone that you care deeply about, a best friend or a spouse, comes to you with those sad puppy eyes and says, I said something that I thought was right at the time but was misled and now I feel horrible about what I've done. Would you call them a masochist and deride them for behaving so badly? Would you tell them they deserve to suffer? That the consequences of their acts of ignorance should hang over them forever? Of course not. Of course not. You'd console them. You'd place their behavior in context. You'd reassure them that we all make mistakes. And that often our mistakes are our best teachers. You'd tell them that it pains you. To see someone you love suffer twice, once from the sting of misguided action, and secondly, and more painfully, over the self-inflicted wound of guilt. We cannot undo our history. It happened the way it did, and that's what has brought us here right now. So if anything, we should be grateful for our past, for bringing us here to this moment when we have the opportunity to make a choice. And this is not deterministic. Nothing outside the laws of physics is required to proceed in a specific manner. That The future is not yet laid out. It's malleable. It's open and able to be influenced by what we do right now in the present. The only opportunity we will ever have to act. The past is done and off-limits. The future is available and ready to be guided. And we can only do that by what we do right now in this moment. Under your control are your thoughts and actions, your judgments and behaviors. Out of your control is everything else, including your past thoughts and actions, including your automatic emotions and bodily sensations. So I offer you a new perspective for guilt. Wishing your past was different than it was, whether about your sleep habits or anything else, wishing it to be different will bring nothing but frustration and pain. Believing your past should be different than it was only digs you further into delusion, that separation, the should chasm between reality and unrealistic expectations that you should always be perfect. So let's do a little exercise. Let's say, for example, that you had been sleeping with the TV on in your bedroom because you believed, like many unfortunately do, that it helped you sleep. And since you've been paying attention to the last few episodes, you understand all the ways that behavior has been harming your sleep and sabotaging your rest. Now you feel guilty. I want you to get comfortable, close your eyes, and really focus on that guilt. Really tap into this feeling. Think about all the nights you've left that screen running, all the days you could have been feeling better. Where in your body do you feel your guilt? Is it in your neck? In your belly? What does it feel like? Is it a gnawing sensation? Hollow? Now, I want you to think about your future self. When you're well rested, waking, feeling glorious every morning. Feeling energized. Revitalized, that sense of well being carried with you all day long. How does that feel? Where do you feel that joy and satisfaction? Now think of your future self telling you how you got to be in such a good place, telling you about the journey to feeling well rested. Imagine your future self. Thanking you for every misstep, every fall, every night that TV stayed on, because that was the only way that you could get to where you are now. Your past, as it happened, was exactly what you needed to build on. It happened the only way it needed to in order to allow you the chance to get to that future self. I want you to feel that sense of appreciation that sense of gratitude for those nights sleeping in front of that TV precisely because that paved the way for you to be your best self, to become well-rested, that you can only become the future you because of your past. Our past actions, our previous thoughts, our old behaviors, whether done in ignorance or in full awareness, they all provide us the opportunity for growth, the opportunity for improvement, and for providing us new opportunities. We could not have gotten here without them. We should all feel a deep appreciation for all the ugly and all the beauty of our past, because it has brought us here now with the opportunity and the charge for us to do better. And now fully armed with this new information, the best practices for healthy sleep and waking while rested, focus on the positive, on the knowledge that with better tools, you can now build yourself a better future where you can sleep well, where you can wake well and where you can thrive. All because and literally thanks to your past. So if you have feelings of guilt about your sleep habits or anything else, lock in on what that feels like in your body. I bet you will not like feeling that way. And think about why you feel that way. Did you intend to suffer? Were you motivated to hurt yourself in this way by feeling this shame? Of course not. You would not double down on the guilty feelings of those you care about most. You would console them. You would help them appreciate their past actions in context. And your own past actions, that context, has been the only way, the only driver, arriving you here and now, to this moment, to this opportunity to make it better. Look at your past not with guilt, but with gratitude. Because without any of those mistakes, you would never have this opportunity here and now to forge a better tomorrow, to take your sphere of influence, your thoughts and actions, and be intentional with them, now to help bring about a better, well-rested future for yourself. So Be sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Leave us a review, a comment, a question, something you'd like to hear more about. Head on over to wellrestedmd.com for more information. Thanks for listening.